What's happening with it, everybody? This is that man, Hollow, the great guy. I think I'm baby Jesus, but you can call me what you call me. I think I'm baby Jesus. Ooh, breaking bed, bitch, I'm ballin'. Nah, I'm just playing. But I'm back sharing some more spiritual information and experiences. Today, um, I want to start off talking about cyclomancy, telepathy, and whatever else I decide to ramble about. But before I get into that, I want to play a song by one of my favorite artists. I said artists. Artists. B.O.B. The song is called Soul Glow. Now, two things you should know before I play this song. It might not sound good, so don't blame me. For two, I do not own the rights to this music. Beautiful, sexy, easy. One, two, three. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause. good. good. Good and terrible. Thank you. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Let it shine. Let it, let it shine. Let it shine. Let it, let it shine. Let it shine. Let it, let it shine. Which one of y'all gonna shine? Let it, let it shine. I like to give a big round of applause to my band. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. My band. Sexual chocolate, 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 sexual ch
terrible. That was a good song. So, today I want to start off talking about cyclomancy and telepathy. That's going to be the topic. So, what is telepathy? It's kind of a hot topic for a lot of, um, a lot of people call them New Agers. But let's get down to how you can work with it some practical techniques so if you look up telepathy on google by definition um well let's talk let's put it like this in etymological terms basically telepathy means brain tele means brain or the mind path or pathy means pathway so pathways of the mind. So one thing you have to know about this book called Cyclomancy, written by Frank Young, is that he put a lot of emphasis on what's known as the psychic arc. This is the main thing, in my opinion, of his book. Everything is revolved around this psychic arc or a type of psychic arc. So what is this what does cyclomancy mean? Now once again if you just go look it up, this is a divin it's a type of divination that is based on fate. So if you play spin the bottle and you just spin the bottle. See who it lands on. And you already have certain steps of what's going to happen if it lands on somebody. Whoever it lands on has these responsibilities and consequences. This is kind of similar to what the Jewish um, little boys used to play with. The dreidel, if you know what that is. It's like this block with a, a, a point to it. So, and it spins. On each side of the block is, you know, supposed to be representative of an alchemical standpoint of the four elements. And then the tip is supposed to be a representation of ether or what the ancestors are. And I'm about to tie this all in telepathy in a minute, but this, this. Cyclomancy is basically the art of working with white magic. The reason why I brought up the dreidel is because white magic is basically using the ether to control the elements. Okay? So, this ether is similar to... um. I'll say an aspect of the of how they how the Bible says God is consuming fire. This consuming fire is basically a representation of the universe. So 
this white magic is magic of the universe opposed to black magic which is forces that have made this universe or the universe that has made this one because this this universe mimics another one it proceeds another one proceeds this one so this white magic is basically the art of observation okay it's, it's just, this is the phase where a lot of people are coming into of just being aware of things. Um, you know, a lot of people call out, you know, Illuminati this, and they call out other people's faults, and, you know, they call out other wrongs in society. Um, this, is, this is basically different arts of observation. There, there's a difference between observation and magic okay so observation is just you ascending or descending you you just being magic is you manipulating you doing something looking for a result from a hidden so these forms of white magic are you know when people say you know, I'm awake. That's all you're saying is I'm a, I'm observing things. Now, whether you're manipulating things, that's kind of on some prey versus predator type of mentality. You know, in which I'm going to talk about a little bit about, you know, the word prayer a little later. Um, if I remember. But the purpose of this book, basically, is... Um, to you know, increase your intent, your concentration. Increase um, your speech. The way you can prevent sickness. It's basically you're 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 able to control your mind at will, at any compartment. The different compartments have different stages or levels and cycles. So in this book, it talks about 10 different compartments or centers or ways to use these certain techniques that he describes. If you read this book and are familiar with Osiris and his 14 compartments or um, I say 14, I say 13 compartments in with the one or the penis being a cycle or a trans state. This this would be, you know, um, similar to how things work on different layers and different cycles. And I know I'm kind of getting off track, but example, we have seven chakras. Our chakras are only one cycle and one half of another cycle. You see what I'm saying? So everything has a yin and yang to it or a different cycle within, without, as above, so below. So this cyclomancy book is the purpose of you controlling your mind. So now before we really get into how we really actually do telepathy, there's actual steps and techniques that he mentions in his book, but I, w I want to express 
how important, you know, things like um, imagination is and some more importances behind telepathy before we do that. So if you kind of just pay attention, it's it's a difference between paying attention and telepathy, let alone that that in itself. Body language has a pattern, you know, um, we all know how unsaid energies and spoken unsaid words play out through the body sometimes through memes, you know, um, that's a, that's, that's not the same as telepathy. Now, telepathy has a certain technique. Okay. The reason, um, the body has, you know, a language in itself because the universe has laws. The universal laws are basically um, they're they're to be followed but still questioned because they're the universal laws of this universe. Like I like I previously said, it's a statement that um, a lot of people are familiar with. It says, "If it vibrates, it's an illusion." If it's still, it's real. And I heard that in a Dr. Will Rogers lecture. Now, that has everything to do with this and nothing to do with this. Because at the same time, telepathy is about being subtle. So, you're tapping into different vibrational fields as you're doing this telepathy. But the more you're getting into the oneness of God or doing telepathy with your own body opposed to doing telepathy with someone else, you get to a state to where um, if you ever studied about the Africans, you you may have came across um, them them preaching about or teaching about states of God to where you don't even breathe like there is no breath. Okay, like you breathe so much that you don't even have to breathe. There's no breath. There's no more push and pull. There's no more duality in that sense. Okay, this is pure oneness. But telepathy is about being subtle in the mind. Okay, being gentle in your spirit. The more you can be gentle in your spirit, the more you can use your observer part of you to use your your soft eye your softer part of your third eye those type of virtues and principles that govern that type of way of of you using your consciousness how you can you ever you ever sat just just you know sat in you know wherever doing whatever and just kind of imagine yourself um i say using your aura to shapeshift when you do this, people tend to notice this. They don't they 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 may not be able to visualize it how you're visualizing it, but they notice an energetic difference. Picture this. When you're walking with your chest in, that's that's saying your 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 chest your heart chakra is diminishing, is belittling, is 
is not enough chi in it. Just by sitting upright and poking your chest out, you'll have energy flowing up your spine and how it's supposed to flow. Now, just that in itself channels the thoughts that you have. Okay? You'll notice a difference for one. Okay? So, all these laws are basically telling you that there's different states of vibration. There's different ways of feeling. Okay? Channeling has everything to do with this. Channeling is telepathy. It's just another aspect of it. How do you channel? Be receptive in consciousness. Okay? It's a 51-50 in that area. So... This telepathy is it's, it's in the Bible where um, in somewhere in Genesis in the, right in the beginning. It's like in the it's maybe the fifth, sixth. I think it's, it's, it's the sixth verse. Genesis 1, 6, where it talk about like a firmament, firmament being built in this firmament or a layer, a foundation, a line divides these two waters it divides the waters so it's two separate waters these two separate waters are just your physical body which contains what they say 75 80 percent water and your astral body or astral light or the astral waters okay and if you think i'm pulling the word astral waters out my ass and trying to refer to the bible just think about when Jesus said, meet me in the air. Now, if you have common sense, you know that Jesus wasn't talking about a group of dead people or people who don't know how to use mental capacity to that extent to rise up out that lazy boy into the air. Nah. He was talking about internal jobs, your internal body, your spirit body. Okay. So when you meet them in the air, there's different voices. Your heart has a different voice than your your mind. Your heart now, now we we about to get into you know all this a little later in a second, but th- this firmament split these these waters right. These waters, okay. What is water? H two O. What is H two O? Two hydrogens, one oxygen. Okay. What is hydrogen? And, and I'm about to get more into telepathy more here in a second, but we have to realize what what hot what H2O is, what water is, because water is fluid, is subtle. The more subtle you get, the more you're tapping out of your physical waters and into your astral waters, where you can speak to thought forms or actual spirits. 
when you speak into these actual spirits is just like you speaking to your homie that's sitting next to you. That's an actual spirit. It's just got a body. And you got caught up into what, you know, the physical part. So this hi- this hydrogen, which is basically, let's, let's, let's talk about how important this is and how this has to do with telepathy. Because oxygen, you know, is what you breathe, right? But if oxygen is not at the top part of the element of the elemental chart, the periodic table, then what else is important, more important than oxygen? What precedes oxygen? What does oxygen look up to? Even though oxygen has principles, it has attributes of what it's made of, right? It 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 is composed of not just the word oxygen that makes that word nitrogen and all types of things. So, but but hydrogen, but oxygen looks up to hydrogen. What precedes oxygen is hydrogen. That's the first element on the chart, meaning that it was there from the start. Hydrogen is God, if you want to say. It's hydrogen is in every element. So hydrogen is the base. It's the it's the primitive compound. So this hydrogen basically if you recall the big bang when they say in the bible um the waters were the the world was made from waters or something like that basically it's saying that there's an embodiment that encapsulates water that made the world so outside of the waters are other forces okay and we won't tap into that here in a second but outside of this water are other forces this hydrogen just means what is hydro hydro means water okay so this is water within water or astrolite or astral water within you aka what makes you more what animates you besides your physical part like your physical body is not what keeps you going you can drop dead and that's the answer to that it's not your physical to keep you going it's something that precedes that another a higher energy that contains a different type of power and access to different type of information and forces in other spirits so this hydro just means water Jin just means gene. Water beings. This the earth was the universe was made from water, right? That's what the Bible say. It was made from water beings. Now if you look up things and I'm not saying beings is well yes I am. I'm saying a water world. So if you think of our world, think of a world of water, not necessarily physical water though they may have to tie some things into that but 
after water because for it to be the truth, it has to be the truth in both ways or in totality. This is what makes parables like simple things be the truth. You know, you you go back and think it meant just this and then you go back, learn something and read it again. And it's like, this is what it really meant. And it's so much deeper. Right. So this hydrogen is just hydrogenes or your astral world genes, which has another preceding world to it. Okay, this preceding world to it is basically what the Bible was talking about when they say God is consuming fire. Okay, because they say, you know, if you think about how things evaporate, you put it on the stove, it turns into a gas or it it turns it, the water evaporates. I mean, and it just, you know, dissipates into thin air. Right. That's working from the ground up. Okay. Now, if you flop it just in reverse to where the fire is on top and the water is burning, but the the steam is coming down. This steam is basically a a representation of this hydrogen, which is basically a gas. It's. It's. Uh, it's what it's was basically made the force go bang. It's the spark. It's the fire. After the fire came condensation, which is this world that made the universe. Okay, so the condensation then worked down, and it worked in its way into other cycles. To where our, our, like I said, our body is made of 80% water. And now we have to do all this alchemical work. Like our kundalini being at the base of our spine, the bottom. And we have to work with our emotions, the waters in the middle. To raise it up to the steam. So it's, it's, a, it's a full circle. Once you, if, if I wish I had a visual representation. But this is what the Bible meant. When they say God is consuming fire. Okay. So. H2O. Or water. Is just basically the science of using your breath. To. Manipulate your emotions. Or your astral waters. And there in emotions. I don't, I don't just mean like mad or sad when I say this because emotions on a physical level or in, the, in this world, it's a, it's a difference between this, the, these type of emotions and emotions up there. It's, it's just like breathing, breathing in your dreams. It's not necessarily breathing in the physical world. You don't just go, <sighs> you know, it's when you breathe in exciting or in your dream, when you breathe in fast, you know. It's in a hurry state. Like when you breathe in fast here, what are you doing? You're you're probably rushing and so you're tired and stuff. So just think of these attributes up in the same, you know, uh, as above, so below, or in your dreams. How how this would play out when you breathe in slow, you're more calm. So this will be a calm state in your dreams. 
So telepathy is based on oxygen, one part of telepathy, because what is what is the mind? Or aka telepathy. What is what is the mind or telepathy? Your breath in action. The mind is your breath in action. So when you control your breath or your oxygen, the more subtle you can be to get to this H, this hydrogen. Okay? This you're getting closer to the force. Remember the H bomb? Yeah, that that was the force. Okay. And we're going to relate the, this, what I'm saying to um, the Cyclomancy book and how he um, likes to explain it. But this, this water or this H2O just means, um, like, like I said, oxygen just means Jesus. Jesus was the breath. He was the way, the truth, and the life. Right? You can't breathe without breath. He was the way, the direction, the truth, and the life. Now hold your breath and you tell me how long you last and you're going to feel some pressure build up. That pressure is, is chi. It's chi building up, but from what angle? Now you got electrical chi if you want to call it and you got magnetic chi magnetic chi is what you're trying to tap into electrical chi is what you need to use both you need to tap into but when they meet they create life or union okay magnetic chi and these are just you know my words my terms that I'm using but um, actually it may be real but Magnetic chi is just actually another term for crown chakra or information that is being downloaded to you. Now, when you hold your breath for so long in certain positions, you can build chi up in your organs. This pressure is just you building up um, force. Okay. Pressure busts pipes. Why does it bust pipes? Because it's a force in water if you know how to go work it right. If you know how to use Jesus or oxygen to go meet the Father type shit. The Father just means masculine. What is masculine? Obviously, the being that created this universe, a fire eagle. You know, which is accompanied by other beings. But that's another story for another day. So this hydrogen is inflammable. Hydrogen is inflammable. What is inflammable? Inflammable. An internal flame. Uh... It's a different type of fire. If y'all familiar with the Kundalini, y'all are familiar with um, how it is basically more than one aspect of Kundalini. Or more than one degree in intensity. Because 
you don't want to get the kundalini confused with other aspects when they pertain to the soul and the soul being the fire and the fire that doesn't burn and all these other aspects like people you know get a lot uh, confused into one topic thinking that you know shit all sweet like they just don't know how to decipher shit but this hydrogen is inflammable that means that inside hydrogen contains a fiery force or sparking force, an initiating force, a stronger force, right? So, back to this telepathy right quick. It's important to keep in mind what I just said, along with the fact that Frank Young had wrote this book that contain information about the psychic arc. The psychic arc is basically um it's basically the the top tier part of your mind or where you resonate at, I should say. I'm not gonna read too much out this book. But I just want to read uh, a little bit, you know, a couple of things he said and um, share some experience of mine as well. Um, actually, I remember uh, me and my homie doing telepathy and we tried, um, we, we were walking around the neighborhood and he was, my homie Byron, he was. I told him just to be receptive, be clear in mind. Don't think about shit. You know, just walk. And I told him to, you know, be like that for so long. I think it was two minutes, maybe a minute. But after a while, he told me, you know, I asked him what he got, you know, um, you know, what energies did he get? You know, what came to mind? What was his initial thoughts? He told me that the houses were beginning to turn into water or form into, you know, watery-like structures. And even though water doesn't have a structure, it just begins to look wavy and watery. So I'm thinking like, okay, it began to work because I wasn't necessarily envisioning that. But my mental images consisted of the world being um, washed away in water. Things like the Noah's Ark, if you want to say. The Ice Age and things like that. So it was water-based. How did this happen? Well, it's a couple ways that telepathy can work, you know. And that was just, you know, a, a test run because when sometimes when you're conscious of it, it makes it harder. And then when you're unconscious of it, the telepathy comes naturally, it seems like sometimes. This is only because you ever took a test or did something and knew you can do it. But as soon as you think it's hard, that's exactly when it become hard. As soon as you think it's easy, that's when it seems like it, you can work with it more. It becomes easier. That's you telling your mind how to work with the energy. It's doing what you're telling it to do. This is one way how you can work with Demiurge. Or 
you know, being telepathic with other spirits or God itself, the God in you. So this is what praying is all about. You know, um, there's different degrees of uh, if you want to call it prayer, you can call it honoring or worshiping. Worshiping is a higher degree word of the same thing. But since it's a different word, it's still a difference or a different degree or a different. OK, we're not about to get in that. So. This um, psychic arc. Basically. Is like I said, you can do telepathic. Um, techniques with prayer when you're praying or meditating or honoring yourself whatever you want to call it baptizing yourself is just you using the oxygen to tap more close to the hydrogens or the force when you tap more to the force that's when you know you control the energy you went through, you understand to overstand. Now, in a situation, you know, you got your homies around or whatever, and you realize that um, the higher or your higher self is, or just you in general, not fucking with the energy and the thoughts of the room so you just begin to internally isolate yourself this internal isolation and like if you listen to my other podcast it's you going to the top tier part of where you know to resonate where you resonate and pulling more of your the outer parts of your mind together so you can have more space so you can observe more. You can get out of the space and time around you or your environment around you and elevate higher. In doing this, you'll realize certain patterns. You'll see certain patterns in people. You'll see certain patterns in yourself. How you thought them. How you naturally reacted. Okay? These natural reactions are... In the book, it talks about, in, in the Cyclomancy book, it talks about how you can control your nerve reactions. That's an important aspect of telepathy because body language. You don't want to give away body language and then use that as an excuse for telepathy. You don't want to confuse that. So controlling your body enables you to tap in more of your telepathic um, I, I say energy or your psychic mind your psychic centers because tapping into your psychic centers requires more subtle parts it requires thoughts that lead you to be more subtle more humble okay so and when I say humble I just mean observer I don't mean humble as in like you need to shut your ass up whenever somebody talking even though like I said being subtle observing Introverts know this can lead you further than what a lot of people think. You can call out patterns, like I said. In calling out patterns, well, let's talk about how the psychic arc can affect 
telepathy. Okay? Or how you can send messages or images with your mind. Images just means the eye magic of your genes. I match, I magi, or I magic <laughs> imaging with the J with the G E N E at the at the end of the at the end of the word. I can't talk today, huh? So this psychic arc is basically how you control wherever you resonate in the universe or spiritually I should say um if you don't use your psychic arc or aka just tell yourself or these thoughts that's how you just use the demiurge and spirits and your spiritual friends if you want to say in the astral world you just simply talk to them talk to their energetic clusters talk to their energetic principles literally it's it's like sometimes it's it's just the psyching of the mind, and we gonna I'm a, I'm gonna make a um another video on astral light, you know, and astral waters more detailed and how to really work with the demiurge and make it more practical, um and how you see it in everyday life, and how you been doing it, but this psychic arc, in this book Cyclomancy, it talks about how in in our in our protoplasm which is our blood in our pro in our protoplasm is concealed electricity and light as well as oxygen so this concealed electricity is activated when you use your medium which is your breath okay your blood contains basically a potential energy because if it conceals something or it is it, is your blood is protoplasm is not blood fully it's half and half light with a few other components oxygen as well as what makes it physical the physical components so which they're slow down light so these phases, what makes it not all the way light, like if it's light, if your blood is light, then why can't you turn on light? Which your body does produce electricity. But it's concealed. What makes it concealed is our mind, the human thinking. We have to pay respects to the energy that we have yet to tap into by being humble enough to learn how to tap into them by turning our blood into crystal we we know how to do these things i'll make it another podcast for another day but this psychic arc is basically um is you have to you have to in order to tap into it Besides using um, your psychic arc to control your muscle memory or your nerve reactions, because that's when something 
when something hits you, you your your nerves jump sometimes. Okay? That's because that energy is not used to moving in those circuits or somebody said something that may have hurt you. Right? So in practicing how you breathe through these tensions to to prevent the or work through these these nerve um you know the way they jump whenever you feel fear this is you working through over analyzing it's you working through the constraints of the of the conscious mind this is you making your your neurotransmitter stronger this is you using the electricity to combine your neurons that's not connected this is not remembering they're not remembered they're not recollected our our job is to remember so in doing these works you're doing your job okay because you got to put it together for the body to be for the spirit body to be working in totality as you put it together, you'll recognize stronger senses. So this is just you making sense. So your psychic art, when, okay, when your, your adrenals, they produce this thing called, this chemical called sympathy. This sympathy is basically a mediator how the breath is it's a mediate it's a chemical mediator so this sympathy is released from your adrenals whenever you feel fear okay and i'm about to tell you how this this relates to telepathy in a second this sympathy is released when you have fear Okay. Now, fear is a spirit. It's an energy with a frequency. Certain thoughts happen. Certain everything. It's a spirit. It has its own position in the in the universe. It has its own position in you. In life. Confidence, which is another spirit or attribute of your spirit. And how to use it to get to the soul. Confidence. What happens when. How, 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 does the, how do scientists know when somebody is confident? They, There's a certain chemical compound. Or how the body talks to itself. Called. Something like acetone. Acetone. Acet, I can't remember. If I have my notes I can really like write it out for you. Or spell it out. But basically, this chemical compound is what's used when you feel good or when you're raising your confidence. Using your psychic arc or the telepathy to talk to your body or pray to yourself properly is you using these energies, confidence. At will. It's you using. It's you growing on confidence. It's you literally know how to. You don't need nobody's. You know outside opinion. To boost your confidence. You literally know how. 
to raise your confidence through the awareness of biological structure, your molecular, you know, chemical compounds, reactions, all that type of stuff. The reason I brought that up is because when you're in a state of fear, a lot of glands shut down, a lot of organs um, functions shut down. These organs then begin to form a rectangular-like structure, if you want to say. And the reason I'm saying this is because even when the, the moon is, you know, not seen or the sun is not seen or active in our conscious mind or in our reality or what we can see, it's still doing something. Those rays are still doing something. Okay. By saying this, I'm saying that the rays that are shut down when you go through the energy of fear, those are being used against you. They're being used just against you. So when you watch TV, you know, that activates certain things in the amygdala, which has certain has something to do with your your memory, which if you keep digging further, it's going to say which memory is going to say something to do with fear. I choose this one. This is obviously what it's telling me to do, which is going to shut down activation or or access to the, the other ones it's because it's not light it's dense it's a dense spiritual energy so it's not only is it a dense physical but it's a dense spiritual energy so there's not many angles there's not many ways you can work with unless somebody's controlling you and you know creates ways and makes you think that and stays in fear right so you know these endorphins and all everything that's that's being released. Um, this this has everything to do with you know the you know the secrets. You know the secretions are just secrets. So, which you know is just you tapping into your REM functions. Okay, so every, your 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 nerve system talks to. Your subconscious nerve systems, if you want to say. Because we have more than one column. It's just, we're just aware of the one in our spine. You know? So you want to just be aware that telepathy is, is, is practical. Just put your hand in a bowl. And this is out of the book Cyclomancy. A cold bowl a cold get a get a cold glass of water or a bowl put your hand in it and tell yourself that it's now you got to go through layers and the book will tell you this you know simple techniques tell yourself that it's getting warm or it's a little warm it's well kind of go at another degree because it'll kind of get warm fast if you just lean your fingers in there naturally 
But as soon as you put your fingers in there, tum is 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 very warm. And then, you know, go to the next level or then hot or whatever. So in doing this, you don't just want to tell yourself this. It's an actual pattern. This pattern, your body is consisted of meridians that energy flows through. To talk to your body in certain nerve endings, you have to use these meridians or the highways of energy. The same way you got the message is the same way you want to receive it, right? Sometimes we can call out. Now, different people have different teleportation receptivity areas, if you want to say, where they gravitate to most. Now, you want to tell yourself when you have your fingers in this glass of water that, say if it's in your, your left hand, which is... You know, uh, I like to put it in my left hand first when I do these type of things because it's more, um, I can feel the energy more in my left hand. It's more receptive. So, you want to tell your your mind, you want to start off telling your mind that you have to envision at the front of your your, your forehead. That's where the mind, that's where your your arc starts, your conscious mind. That's where your most active parts of your conscious mind is so in your frontal lobe you want to imagine it going back directly from the bottom to the bottom of your brain the, the bottom seat of your brain into your shoulder down into your arm down into your fingers this is just you emitting a message by doing this, you're, you're energetically strengthening the nerve endings, okay? When you're in fear, that energy burns what they call your uh, teleots, okay? And that's just the nerve endings uh, in your DNA, which you don't want to be burned because that's taken away from your DNA, and that's what fear does. It, it literally kills you. So, sending this, this message, hoping it is good, not based out of fear, because we have to think. Some people do voodoo and based off fear. You know, whether it works or not, it's not up, but it's based off of fear. So, they're literally sending this energy through their nerve endings to do whatever spiritual work, but continuously through them. Okay, in whatever manner, this burning off these tiliates. This is why carrying hate is not good. Knowing what to do with it is the best thing you could ever do. Okay, so this energy is the art of to work with it telepathically, is the art of being subtle. You want to observe the environment, observe yourself. To control the energy in you around you, you have to go through it, understand it, be humble in it. It's going to be a journey, we know. Once you understand it, you can then pick out the thoughts that control the situation. Once you, or however you wish to direct the situation. Once you pick a direction, 
you can pick an energy. Okay? In a mess, you can form the message. Okay? So, you know, in telepathic times, or I should say ancient Egyptian times, or matriarchal times, is when the women, you know, <laughs> began to, well, actually, when they were just in generally taking over societies, you know, um, because we, we were more receptive and humble in life. We knew telepathic. We were, we resonated in that word. We knew the principles of that word. So telepathy, it, it goes to different dynamics. You can use it with other people, get some flashcards, do it that way. Get the cyclomancy book, learn some different techniques, do it that way. You know, um, or you can learn how to, if you want to call it prayer, or you can call it just telepathic work or talking to God, whatever you want to say. It, it's the different, it's, it's how you can pull the spirit at mental will. So you, you, you don't need a song to feel depressed or to feel happy. You know how to use your psychic arc to do so. You know how to not only control energy, but you control messages, control words. And this is when some people, um, like, you can even, and I have experienced a lot of experiences with this. You can even put your voice in someone else's head and have them think that they're actually listen to their own voice like and you'll see that it's playing out there lighting up on the situation but you you just sitting back in your mind because if if you if you really know me i'll come to the function and sit still on your ass i i, I won't not necessarily sit still the whole time but a lot of the time i'm still why am i still because being observant is where I'm at. It's the I'm the air principle. What is air principle? Mercury. Okay, so and even even pressure, they measure it in millimeters of mercury. It's called mmHg, but that Hg is just hydrogen gas. Okay. And we, we spoke on hydrogen. So they measure pressure through millimeters of mercury or air. Or measuring the air. The hydrogen. The hydrogen gas. Okay. Those are all the principles involved of measuring pressure. Okay. Which are just forces. Obviously. And then it wouldn't be pressure. So, um, what well, it's, it's a lot, uh, some, some experiences with telepathy. I remember in 2011 when, um, you know, I was smoking weed with my homies and, you know, it it was a situation to my, one of my friends died. When we were smoking weed, you know, it was unsaid energy, unsaid words in the room, spirits, 
that nobody spoke on, gave any knowledge to, but everybody knew of it because we all knew what we was questioning. You know, we all kind of knew what we was thinking. Due to certain movements and the way people may assume you to be, I knew that certain thoughts were in the room. Okay, certain spirits were in the room, right? Certain forms of energy. So, I use these forms to basically talk back. My homie Rod was with me. And I asked him afterwards. I'm like, man, it's this voice. Like, I, I told him there's this voice in my head. I'm like, man, hold on, bro. Like, I feel that I was basically speaking to people's energies because I seen body language after, you know, in a book it says if you keep a thought, if you hold a thought for three seconds when you're sending a message to somebody, if you're holding it for three seconds, that means that person is kind of like looking at a message and then all you see is dot, dot, dot at the middle. Like you have an extended imagination. You didn't cut it off. You didn't send the me- You didn't make the full message, the completion. Okay. You have to send it. So by sending it, you just don't think about it. Or by by ending it, I mean, you just don't think about it. So these nerve endings that you send your energy through, once, if you're not building up on your energy or practicing on it, at the very moment of doing the telepathy, you just want to put it in the subconscious and leave it alone. Because that's what you're, you're aiming for. You're using your conscious to tap into your subconscious to get a certain image across, to push with your energy. So they may not think of it like you, but it's going to come through the same type of principles and forms that the subconscious knows of. Don't let it be a global type of knowing, like cars. What happens when we get in cars or planes? You know, if you put a relo in front of somebody's face, you know, they're going to think, you know, some people going to think smoke it right like that. Some people going to think break that bitch down, put some shit in, and then we going to smoke it. So it's different principles, different universal principles. To that opposed to a car everybody know what a car everybody know what a plane do you know so the message the telepathic message will come across in a, in a like form because that's what image means image means likeness imaginations mean likeness and I'm gonna tap in a little bit of that probably but image means likeness so you're sending a likeness of, of energy a like spirit Another demiurge. Uh, basically, since we are demiurge, you created a demiurge or a baby to send to your friend or whoever you send a message to. So, telepathy has a lot of different dynamics. Imagination being one. Because there's another part in the book. Where Frank Young talks about how imagination is a separate part and has its own compartment in the mind. He teaches ways to work with it. You know, um, I, I really don't want to tap into that. I just want to tap into the importance 
because you can go get your book on your own. I'm not about to speak on the whole book, but um, imagination has its, its own importance. The power of imagination, because that's what you have to use to tap into your psychic ability. Now it's it's two parts to your telepathy, okay? The energy that forms it and the energy that made it, aka the the energy that we have to use that comes in that we can't put in the words, and the energy that we can use that we can put in the words. Same energy. It's like kind of like going along the story and you can't explain it no more to a certain point because you just don't understand um, something. You not understanding is you not understanding that energy. It's too broadened for your perspective. So this this imagination is what we have to tap into. You ever thought about some like you ever seen something funny and then turned around or walked away and then the way you thought about it made it more funnier because you're tapping into more of an imagination of what it could have been, you know, or different ways of how it could be in that spirit body could be in that form or in that scenario, right? By you doing this, you can get familiar with the world, that astral world, or the like thoughts, okay? Um, this is important in consciousness because um, a lot of people right now are going through some phases where um, they may came through, you know, three egotistical or ego deaths this summer, you know, just in the summertime, big heavy ones. Which is good, but you still want to get familiar with these worlds because this this psychic art, this telepathy, is a it's a it's a aspect or degree of your Merkaba. To to, in which I said, if you listen to my my previous podcast, to to usher yourself into this new age, is to be in control of your thoughts, or the five D, or the mental realm. So you using the psychic art is basically you being the top tier of the five D, in a in in an aspect. Let's just say, in the east. Okay, the east part of the astral realm, though the west may be a little bit more dense, where it has its own principles. And we we don't want to say west in, in terms of you know you got to turn your head, but in terms of how the energy moves, when it you know the principles of what what space. It's in, you know, so it's just as above, so below, as within, so without. You have to think in terms of energy to think how dynamic and how it can really move in terms of spirituality. Okay, so talk to yourself, right? Talk to yourself with love, you know what I mean? This, you don't want to send telepathic messages or even you don't want to speak to, you know, yourself as in, you know, I'm a bad bitch. You just call it a bad bitch. And you just call God a bad bitch, basically. So, which which is cool. God don't have no ego. But think about how you forming that water. How you forming it. Like, what are you really, like, where's the substance here? Like, what are you doing? Now, I can understand if you turn bad bitch in a ratchet phase to a bad bitch in a more spiritual phase. To where now you're just working with a forceful feminine energy. You know, to where, you know, we, we all know, well, we ain't going to get into, you know, bitches and witches and 
wizards and shit. But, um, you know, basically, that's that's how telepathy works in a nutshell. You know, um, the art of being subtle. And even in the Bible, it, it talks about having a gentle spirit. You know, you'll be shown treasures of darkness once you go through certain ways. Right. So, um, in a nutshell, like I said, that's telepathy. Um, I, I know I missed quite a few points, but I'll tackle, you know, if people are interested, I'll tackle some more, um, perspectives on cyclomancy, get more direct with it, you know, may tap into a whole lesson, you know, um, so I hope you enjoy this podcast, this episode. I'm about to play some music if you're still around. <laughs> this is my man's Marlon Craft. It's called Do the Work. I do not own the rights to this song. When we're talking about overall, like social justice and awareness and people want, you can tell people want to be involved and you can tell people want to be informed, but now it gets to the point of doing the actual work that comes with being informed and doing the self work that comes with being informed. That's what people don't like to do is the internal work that comes with learning and unlearning. I don't want to do the work. I can turn off my cable. Stop the fables, but I ain't trying to do the work. I could give away my clothes and pick five shirts, but that'd change the way I view my worth, and I don't want to do the work. I want to make a change. Could move all my money into a bank that don't invest it into oil, into weapons, into tanks, but I might have to walk further to the ATM for change, and yo, I ain't trying to do the work. Homie, I could keep it vegan, but fuck free range. I need free range feasting on anything. Need my dollar fries, and I won't apologize. I'm trying to economize, and I ain't trying to do the work. I could go to community college, stay myself debt, be hell bent on pursuing knowledge. Do me some fellowships and find a route that don't cost so much, but I need the best four years now, even if all four suck. Hey yo, it's complicated. I could learn about your people's history and about all the rights that were confiscated from you. I could understand my privilege, consider it daily. But see, I won't, cause that was so required me to face these insecurities. And I don't want a man that's work to me. I'm trying to chill. What is this surgery? Only pass the blunt. See, I can smoke less, but then I think more, and I ain't hopeless. I just think you're a little immature if you think I could make a change. I'm just trying to make some change, homie. I ain't trying to do the work. I'll make a Facebook status when I want to be heard. I ain't do the research to back it up. Ain't no goofy nerd here. I could be kind of folks. I could volunteer. I could block out time each week to contribute to all the neighborhoods I live near. But I ain't trying to do the work. I'm just trying to party dab. Millie Brock and do the jerk. I could move to a city, contribute to culture. But I ain't trying to do the work. Ain't trying to get to know you. Rather vote for what I want and drive the prices up. Thank God. They put these high rises up Cause I ain't trying to do the work And police brutality's whack But I don't got time for a protest Sons of Anarchy's back And I'm trying to watch it To stand up to my white friends on topics And try to reframe their optics But I don't want to do the work It's hard, it's taxing Searching for the facts And retracting the past And accepting I'm walking on the backs Of mad people who laid the tracks for me I'd rather have a brew And do all the things that I want to do Who the fuck are you to tell me otherwise I'm not a bad man Don't make me feel this way I ain't asked for this I don't want to do the work But don't call me passive shit I can fight but my ambition 
in the pacifist. I could respect women. I could assess her soul first and I ask second, ask questions. I ain't trying to do the work though. I could appreciate her strength instead of letting it make me feel weak and inhumane. But I ain't trying to do the work. Homie, I got pain too. I was raised a certain way too. I'm ashamed too. I know deep down that I was gave too much. But if I admit it then, I don't know how to face you. So I don't want to do the work. I protect my own feelings and I watch you get hurt. Cause there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do that I can add, but there's just so much I could lose. Lose.